1: Newat is Now on ESPN Radio.
2: Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years. And happy to say so. Missed anything in the first hour of today's show. We did some Montana football hours, some Montana basketball hour. It's going to be kind of a combo here these next couple weeks as college football uh, almost wrapping up. we got the FCS National Championship game on Sunday and the FBS National Championship game on Monday. And then this year of college football will be in the books. So I have a little crossover with football and basketball here. The first hour of your week. Usually we do that on Mondays, but I uh, had yesterday off, so we're back in the saddle now. Now here on your Tuesday, you can find everything uh, from the Montana football slash basketball hour on the Nuanez Now podcast, which is available on all of your podcast hosting platforms, and is proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Time now for our first of the twenty twenty three edition of the Monday afternoon quarterback, except for it's on a Tuesday for today and today alone. Marty Morneau, our great friend and more than twenty five years in the NFL, in studio with us, Coach. Happy New Year! How you doing?
1: Coulter, let's ring the new year in 2023. Rock and roll at 102.9 FM. Well, I don't want to talk too
2: much about the tragedy from last—I shouldn't say tragedy, but the, the the bad injury last night, the scary moment. Um, but you know, you're a guy that was in the league for more than 25 years, and while last night was terrifying with Demar Hamlin going down, and I had never seen a game get called off in the middle of a game i've never seen that in the nfl ever that said though i think that one thing that i has been bothering me about all the talking points across the board is they're trying to make this seem like this was the most catastrophic injury in the history of football and while it was very very scary you were around the league for a really long time
1: these guys are putting themselves at a high risk every single sunday right Yeah, look at these guys are young men, right? So so coaches and players get a little bit numb to injuries, right? And look at you might go, ah, geez. And and then you might check on him at halftime and all. This was different. Totally. This was those players saw CPR and all that. So so I think they did the right thing. Prayers are with this young man in the hospital, hoping that he comes out of this saying, a-OK. Okay. I suspect that there was something wrong with him uh, bef- before the hit that, 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 that made this thing occur. Totally. Because uh, it, it looked a, a little different. But but the uh, now the ramifications are going to have to be worked out. And I suspect that after hopefully we hear good news on Hamlin, good news on Hamlin, then things, will, all the ramifications will start to be worked out.
2: Yeah, I had to think, too, uh, it's such a good point you make with with what the players saw and how shocking that was to them. I thought Ryan Clark, who's a former uh, longtime NFL player who's now an, an analyst, I thought he made a really good point. He said uh, he, he has sickle cell, and he remembers yeah. when he first went to uh, Denver, and Denver's a mile high. And they said, "Hey, man, with your sickle cell, if you play, this could like actually be a huge medical catastrophe." And Mike Tomlin told him, "Like, hey, man, I care about you more as a person than to play in this game." But Clark said that was the first time he's like, "I've seen all my, I've seen guys get hurt around me, but I always thought I was invincible." But it was the moment he realized he wasn't invincible. But I think that was a moment that everybody that saw Hamlin down on the field last night kind of shared. They all realized, "Wow, we actually are one play away from from." You know, a, a serious occurrence happening.
1: Well, and that's, that's their compadre. That that's one of their guys. The NFL is a very, very small fraternity. For sure. So look at I I remember people complaining after a team lost that they they were congratulating another team and smiling and what No, these guys are friends. These guys sometimes are very, very good friends. The fraternity, like I said, is very small. They care very deeply about each other.
2: Well hopefully we get good news uh, but regardless, and I don't want to be insensitive about the man who who certainly uh, n- needs some, some, some uh, prayers to, to make sure he's okay, but the, the secondary fallout from this thing is that game was not played last night, and that was one of the biggest games to this point on the NFL schedule. So now there's all sorts of uncertainty that sort of shrouds the entire league because that game last night between the Bills and the Bengals had, you know, Division championship ramifications, playoff seeding. I mean, there's a lot that's attached to it.
1: Yeah, and look, at that's, that will be hammered out at some point. Like I said, probably after we get good news on Hamlin, but there are ramifications of that game not being played, and you can, you can imagine uh, all of the things that will be discussed uh, after we get good news on this young man.
2: Marty Mortemweg in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez, here on the Monday afternoon. But today, and today alone, the Tuesday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Do this the second hour of the uh, first show of the week here at Nuanez Now. And we've been away for a couple weeks, so a ton of stuff to get caught up on. First of all, how was your Christmas?
1: It was awesome. I we got three of the four of our four children. Coach Murray's got home. four kids, so yeah. it's a
2: bit. As everybody knows, if you got kids, especially ones that are in their twenties and they're all busy, <laughs> it's tough to get everybody back home. So three
1: out of four is pretty good. Three out of four is good. Last year we had four out of four, so so we were missing one, but we had a fantastic time. The lights went up, the tree went up, and now January 1st, January 2nd, all the lights come down, the trees down, uh, 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 what do you call it when you recycle these things, right? We took it to the recycling thing, you know, we did did our due diligence there, and we're off and running in 2023.
2: My afternoon quarterback, presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. I just went got my rig washed right before I came in here today, and... Uh, I got it on the timer. It's about four minutes, so, you know, a lot of times we're always on the go. We can get right in through, get a clean rig, keep it sparkling nice and clean all winter long there at Dazzler's Car Wash right next door to us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Stay tuned. Uh, about 30 minutes from now, we'll be giving you an opportunity to win $50 gift card to Dazzler's Car Wash. A ton has happened over the last couple weeks since we have been off the air. Uh, so let's go through some of the news bulletins from the last couple weeks here. Uh, here's the most impactful things that have gone down uh, in the NFL. I know we got a lot of Denver Broncos fans listening in each week. That is certainly one of the regional teams here for us that live in Montana. And this has been one of the most disappointing seasons in the history of Denver Broncos football this year. And that resulted then, uh, in the abrupt firing of Nathaniel Hackett, uh, while we were away, the second shortest tenure in the history of the national football league. Only urban Meyer had a shorter one. Um, Coach, I mean, we could kind of see it from the beginning that uh, this guy maybe didn't have a lot of control of what was going on there in Denver. I thought just simple things like clock management seemed to be over his head. But uh, sort of fascinating to me that we've seen the two shortest tenures in NFL history these
1: last two years. Back to back, you know, two separate Situations. Totally. Urban was a, a rebuild type thing, but there were some things off the field and the way he went about his business, and the way he operated, yeah. I think was a big uh, situation there on on not finishing the season. Now, Nathaniel Hackett uh, is a whole different situation in Denver because the expectations were so high. For so high, right. uh, really good defense and then the Russell Wilson thing, and it just collapsed on them, uh, especially on offense, right? Their defense sort of hung in there uh, for the most part. And the Russell Wilson thing just didn't work, and they had some players around them. And Nathaniel Hackett is an offensive guy. And then, like you said, some of the clock management issues, especially early in the season— and then I think probably the way he went on about his business probably had something to do with it. And then my good friend, Jerry Rosberg, takes over the home in Denver. And I think they offered it to the defensive coordinator. Right. And he said no. And so Jerry, who they brought in after the season had started to help with clock management, takes over and man alive, I was kind of half rooting for him there against the Chiefs. Totally. Uh, and they hung in there and they play. In fact, I text him. I said, Your team played with passion, yeah, and so that 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 was the first uh, start of the thing, and he made a he made a change at the offensive line spot and made a change at uh, coaching wise and made a change at the special team spot, and he took over that because he's a special team's guru, so so kudos to Jerry Rosberg for getting his team to play at a high level, even though they lost, against the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: Yeah, it certainly is such an intriguing situation in Denver. Because, I mean, like you mentioned, with, I mean, Urban Meyer was pretty cut and dry. I mean, he tried to run it like a college program. It's not a college program. He got a bunch of pros playing for you. He was being Mr. Dictator, and these guys like, no, we are grown men. This is not how this works. You can't just not show up to stuff. And so that was pretty cut and dry. But I think there's a lot of organizational pressure on Denver now because they got new ownership. I mean, they had some of the most stable and great ownership in the entire National Football League with Pat Bolin and the Bolin family forever and ever and ever, and uh, they did. I mean, they had one of the splashiest off-seasons of, of this last off-season coming into this year. They were expected to be an absolute contender in the AFC West and the AFC overall. None of that happened, but now it's it's kind of time to put up or shut up, right, because you no. you built this great defense over here. You thought you were only a quarterback and an offensive coach away, Neither of those things worked out. So now you're kind of back to square one, but I think there's a lot of pressure on them to get this thing right because that's a proud organization.
1: Yeah, get it right. Hire the man that you think is the best fit for the future and then be patient a little bit because everybody now with all this social media, right. I think that got Nathaniel a little bit, For and sure. to some extent, Urban, right? Because everything gets out there now. Sure. It's crazy that way. Uh, but but be patient and build the team the right way. Whatever that, whatever your philosophy is, there's different philosophies on building. But have a philosophy and build it that way, and give the next coach a little time and opportunity. But what? an opportunity Denver is because I think a really good coach can flip that thing pretty quickly.
2: Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, I think so much of it was just the optics of it too, right? Like the Houston Texans are not having a good year, but you can tell that like Lovey Smith has them playing hard. You can see that like they there's some respect there for the coaching staff. Same thing in Jacksonville. Once Urban Meyer was out, they started getting better Every week, and now all of a sudden they won four in a row. We'll get back to to Jacksonville in a minute. But I I do think that there was a lot of the optics that just uh, hurt Denver as well. Some other news briefs from around the NFL since we've been off. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty Mortenweg, in studio with us here on your Tuesday, rounding up all the NFL stuff we missed while I was away. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been out. Uh, That's been a little bit of a hindrance to the Eagles, but they've still been, uh, by and large, pretty darn good. Kyler Murray, he suffered what looks like and is now certainly a season-ending injury. got to feel bad for him because uh, it was a non-contact, and you can tell. I mean, he was just devastated right when it happened. And then Ryan Tannehill, the other big – I guess Ryan Tannehill and Tua Tagovailoa, the other two big quarterback injuries. Tannehill out in Tennessee probably – certainly for the regular season, probably uh, for the duration of the playoffs. And uh, then Tua Tagovailoa, his third – Diagnosed concussion, which is not a good thing uh, for him. And uh, the Dolphins likely will play their regular season finale without him as well. Uh, Coach, when you're coming down the stretch here, uh, especially if you're a playoff team like the Eagles or have playoff aspirations like the Titans and the Dolphins, how tough is that when you lose
1: your guy, your starting guy under center? Well, winning games, playoffs, Super Bowls, and quarterbacks, are correlated. So when you lose one of those guys, it's devastating. The Eagles, they're 0 right, 2 without Taylor right. Hurst. So, in fact, I texted him, I think it was yesterday or the day before, uh, the Eagles miss your presence, just his presence, right? But, but because their backup, I think, is a pretty good player. Garden Minshew is good. I'm yeah. You know, I mean, he scored a bunch of points. Now, now this last ball game, not as good, but but Minshew is a decent NFL quarterback, a really good backup quarterback. But Jalen Hurts, his presence is missed in Philadelphia. They're zero two without him. Uh, is that a coincidence? Uh, maybe, but I doubt it. Right? And then, and then Kyler Murray, a, 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 a bad team with a decent quarterback. They're, 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 you know, they fought hard last game. But and then Tannehill, you, you know, now they're through to their third quarterback. You know, this Malik Willis, who I kind of like. I like his style and. Her, and apparently he's just not ready, so they got go with this Dobbs. They signed him only a few weeks right. ago. They're going into a game, basically the division championship game. Division champ, and if if they win it, they're division champs and in the playoffs. If they lose it, they're not division champs, and you either are or you aren't a champion. Yes, that's right, and you're out of the playoffs. And they're going with a guy that they've had just uh, simply there for uh, a couple weeks. It'll be three weeks uh, by the time the game's played. So. Uh, th- these quarterbacks and winning games uh they're correlated and th- there's no question now now uh m- my man in 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 uh, uh uh Miami Tua I mean three concussions in one year yeah I mean that's a big red flag for the future for sure of him
2: especially when he's also been put on this pedestal as you know sort of the guy that's suffered these you know I mean the first one was controversial the second one was was horrific and so now there's going to even be a bigger spotlight too right there's going to be people from the media saying hey this guy's had these issues what are you guys doing to sort of help this guy out keep this guy healthy
1: yeah and and just anytime you go through three in one year yeah that's just physically that's difficult to overcome or you know especially in today's game
2: absolutely uh, monday afternoon quarterback presented in part by Rome Student Housing. Do you or your student or aspiring student need a convenient, affordable place to live while attending the University of Montana? Look no farther than Rome Student Housing. Located on Front Street, just a 10-minute walk from the U.N. campus and a 10-minute walk from downtown Missoula, Rome offers a variety of living options for University of Montana students. High-speed Wi-Fi and TV packages with more than 100 channels, including the NFL Network comes with a unit. Each unit also has a full-sized washer and dryer. Plus, every unit has its own full bathroom, so no more waiting for the shower. Rome offers pet-friendly apartments, and uh, you can even tune your bike or your skis in the community tune room. For more information and a virtual tour, visit liveatrome.com. That's liveatrome.com. It's fascinating, this uh, basically de facto AFC South championship game that will play out on Saturday night, the Titans versus the Jaguars. First of all, hell of a job by Doug Peterson. And it's just fascinating to see the trajectory of these two teams, though, because the Titans had the number one record in the AFC last year. They were uh, sort of out in front of what looked like an otherwise poor division. Then they sort of hit the skids, and they've been completely not – they have not been very good over the last six weeks. In the meantime, the Jags were close, close, close. Boom, they break through with that overtime win a couple weeks ago, and now all of a sudden they won four straight. They might be division champs. This is a huge step for a team that uh, – has a guy that people wanted to believe could be one of the future stars in the NFL and Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you got to be impressed with the job that Doug Peterson's done there in Jacksonville.
1: Well, you have two teams going in different directions, right? The Jaguars have won four in a row, and we've talked about how important it is, Coulter, to play well down the stretch. And then into the playoffs. That's what the Jaguars are doing with their great quarterback, their young quarterback. And the Titans have had injuries at the quarterback position, and they've lost six in a row. They've. It's very difficult to flip the switch. I'm sure the Jaguars are heavy favorites going into this game.
2: You always talk about how patience is so key with young quarterbacks, and I do think that the the leash is getting shorter for these guys. Yeah, but. When we see like prodigious-type talents, at least for me, I always want those guys to succeed. And I'm so happy for Trevor Lawrence because he he took his lumps for sure. But when you really put it in full perspective, he's turned the corner a lot faster than maybe – because you always talk about how it's year four, year three or year four by the time these guys really start to click. And I'm not sure he's – Anywhere close to where he will be. Right. You've really seen him turn the corner this year. It's been impressive to watch because you want him to, I mean, for me, a former number, number one overall pick who's been the man since he was in high school, basically. I mean, you want that guy to succeed.
1: Yeah. For, for skilled guys, receivers and cornerbacks and quarterbacks, those skilled guys, uh, many times you see a big jump. Between their first and second year, yeah, and then, and then if you don't see it then, you see it between their second and third year, and for quarterbacks sometimes it's several years later. Uh, so here's the problem though with these young quarterbacks: on occasion, you get a young, maybe rookie type of of quarterback that. They start playing mid-season, let's say. Sure. The great Dan Marino or or Ben Roethlisberger. Now, they, Ben had a great defense to go sure. along with being a rookie quarter, But then everybody looks to that, and they say, well, why isn't our rookie – Right. Playing like that guy. Well, maybe the team around him is not as good. Maybe it might take this young man a couple of years to sort of make the transition from college to the NFL. Some of it is training methods that they had in college that they did or didn't get. So there's a lot of variables. The New York Jets are in that dilemma right now. For sure. Right? Do they? This is a talented young man. Now, he wasn't on at the top of my chart coming out. But do you give up on this young man so quickly, or do you keep the training process going? Here's my opinion on young, talented players at any position. Don't give up on him too quickly. Now, like I said, by year three, all sure. right, Maybe a little bit uh, into year three or into year... Okay, now you sort of know. Are they going to... I've seen linemen. Uh, they don't mature until their fourth or fifth year totally. sometimes. And then and then the, the the they've got enough experience under their belt. Because up front, offensive line... Things happen fast, and they happen furious, and there is a lot of things that happen up front. So let's not give up on a young, talented player too quickly.
2: It's been good to see Trevor Lawrence turn the page. We'll see what happens with Zach Wilson. And when I think of the Zach Wilson, all the reading I've done about the situation, for the Jets to sort of be saying, we're already done with this guy, I think it's it's either a vast overreaction on their part or – there's some serious stuff going on that doesn't have anything to do with football that they're just not willing to deal with.
1: And we don't know about and that. However, right. their head coach is not ready to give up on him no, totally. yet, I don't think. Now, now here's the other thing that I, I've been through now, right, in Philly and in New York, these big media. Is it better for this young man to make a move to a different team, and is it better for us? There does come a time sure. for that because the media scrutiny is just so much. How will a man be able to recover in New York or fill of one of those big media plays? Is it better for them to move on? So that's what the New York Jets are dealing with right now with this Zach Wilson.
2: Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, Marty Mortaweg in studio with me, Colton Nuanez, here on Nuanez Now Almost always do this during the 5 o'clock hour on Mondays. Today on a Tuesday, because we were off yesterday, finish it up celebrating the holidays and celebrating the new year. Happy New Year to all of you. This is presented in part by Rome Student Housing. For more information and a virtual tour of some of the best student housing in the Garden City, visit liveatrome.com. we got free car washes plus division champions and playoff spots that have been clinched next. More NFL right here on Nuana's Now, CSPN Radio.
1: It's Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
2: It's freezing cold in the middle of the winter, so we're listening to country music because that's what we do here on Mondays and then on today, this Tuesday. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Culture Nuanas. Marty Mornoway riding shotgun with me. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback here on your Tuesday because we didn't have a show yesterday, so we're getting you caught up with all things NFL, the Monday afternoon quarterback, is presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash, right next door to us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Keep all the de-icer and all that stuff off the bottom of your car. It's going to really help with the rust, the quality of your paint job, the value of your car. They have superb workers over there. They can make sure your car's sparkling clean, not just on the outside, but on the underneath as well. And we are going to keep hooking you up with Dazzler's Car Wash gift cards. We got fifty bucks to Dazzler's Car Wash. If you call right now, call number five four zero six eight 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 one zero two nine. That's triple eight one zero two nine. Call right now four zero six triple eight one zero two nine for a fifty dollar gift card to Dazzler's Car Wash right next to us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Uh last time we were on the air together, we had three division champs so far the Kansas City Chiefs, the Minnesota Vikings, and the San Francisco 49ers. Since then, we have a couple more division champions. The Buffalo Bills have clinched the AFC East since last time we were on the air. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have clinched the NFC South. And uh, we also have, for sure in the playoffs, the Bengals and the Ravens while the AFC North remains open. And uh, we don't know what the scenario is going to be. I actually wrote this before the game even happened last night. I was going to update it. But then the game between the Bills and the Bengals got postponed. So we don't know what the scenario is as of right now for who's going to be the AFC North champion or if the Bengals versus the Ravens is for the championship. It's not for the championship. We'll see. The NFC East still remains open as well. The Eagles and the Cowboys both have clinched playoff spots but still remain uh, in the mix for the uh, league title. And then on Saturday, you'll have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans basically playing in a de facto AFC South championship game. Uh, Coach, with the way that the scheduling works in the NFL, I mean, how important is it to, to teams to win division championships? I mean, how much is, should that be celebrated?
1: Uh, well, you get a belt buckle. Now you win the conference, right. you get a ring. You win the Super Bowl, you get a big ring. So look, at it's, it's very important. So Super Bowl win. Is the ultimate goal? How do you do that? Typically, you dominate your division, right? Right, and then you're playing your very best down the stretch and into the playoffs, like the Jaguars are. Right, uh, other teams are as as well. So, uh, the division is big, but like I said, the bling is like a belt buckle, <laughs> right? Right, rather than a ring. So. So important, but the main objective is a deep run into the playoffs and go win the Super Bowl.
2: The San Francisco 49ers are such an interesting uh, scenario right now because they came into the year as a, a certain contender in the NFC. Kyle Shannon decides to shake up the world and go with the with Trey Lance, the kid out of North Coast State who they picked last year. He, about, about a game in the year, he snaps his leg. So now you're back to your old girlfriend, Jimmy Garoppolo, but then Garoppolo gets hurt, and now you got fresh faced Brock Purdy played. How do you go about managing this? Because there's a chance Garoppolo might be able to come back, but do you really want to disrupt it when you've been winning with this other kid? I mean, they've been, they found a million different ways to win.
1: I mean, how, how, what do you think of this scenario, Sam Fran has? Well, two things come to my mind, Coulter. There is an enormous amount of quarterbacks getting hurt. Isn't that year? true? And all of Does the- it feel, seem like there's more injuries in general?
2: Like, we were watching the game last night before the situation with DeMar Hamlin happened. Yep, My ahead. girlfriend looked at me and she was like, it seems like there's way more injuries this year. And I said, well, there's always a lot of injuries in the NFL, but there has been a lot of big-time injuries this year.
1: Yeah, and and to the quarterbacks especially. Now, sometimes that's a little bit cyclic, but all the rules have have, have been uh, in, in still in the NFL to protect sure. all players and especially the quarterback position right, right because we've been through a couple of years like this before and uh, like I said quarterbacks and winning uh, goes hand in hand and, and so but anyways the 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 second thing that comes to my mind with the 49ers is this is their third quarterback right and this Purdy kid mr. irrelevant uh, uh, selected with the last pick of the draft in the seventh round, has played like a veteran quarterback. I mean, this guy is playing out of his mind. Now they're doing it right. They're keeping him out of the mess. Sure, They've got a good enough team to do that. They've got one of the best defenses. They've got one of the best offensive lines. So they keep him out of the mess. And what a job that uh, Kyle Shanahan has done with his third quarterback. Now, I was trying to think, has there ever been a team make a deep run to the Super Bowl With their third quarterback. I cannot think of one. I couldn't think of one either. There's been a couple that have made them with backups, but your third-string
2: guy, man, I don't
1: don't know. And a rookie. A, A rookie, for sure. So let's see how far they can roll because their team is built to make a long run. I would expect this, and I hope not, but I would expect their rookie quarterback to make a mistake or two in one of these playoff games coming up that may end up costing the game. Now, he may end up being very good and will learn from those mistakes, but typically for a rookie, you're learning these mistakes early in the season or, or or if they start you at midseason, you're learning them then, and then hopefully you don't make them in the playoffs. But we'll see what happens because what a great run they've had with three different quarterbacks.
2: Do you think that some of the, maybe the increase in injuries to the quarterbacks is because there's more mobile guys?
1: Yeah, well, that's the first thing that comes to mind, doesn't it?
2: I mean, Lamar Jackson has been in and out. He runs around a lot. Kyler Murray, it was a non-contact injury, but he got he got hurt running, running. In the open field. Jalen Hurts
1: running, running, yeah. Right. And
2: and so so when you and have... Ryan Tannehill, he can't run anymore, and that's kind of <laughs> why he got hurt this time, I think, right? Yeah. So
1: you know, I, back in the day. The fellows were getting hurt more in the pocket than they were out running because they would take care of themselves. Now this Josh Allen, he's taking too many hits. For sure, I, I can't believe he's made it this far, right? Okay, because he looks for contact sometimes. He's a big old dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm strong I know. guy. But uh, every but, but no
2: one's immortal in the NFL. Right? No. I mean, I mean, Cam Newton is the best looking. Quarterback than ever in terms of physical makeup, and even he got ground to dust after doing that for six, seven, eight years.
1: Yeah, RG three. So, so there there has to be a philosophy and a system, right? And I can go through that, but it would take a, about a half hour. <laughs> but there's way, and you have to drill it, and you, you your expectations have to be high uh, for these young mobile quarterbacks to eliminate uh, splatter hits, and and you have to talk to them like. This is your duty and your responsibility to your teammates uh, to to eliminate the splatter hits. And and there's ways to do that, and there's drills to do that, and they've got to utilize those in the game because you you typically will need your starting quarterback down the stretch and into the playoffs.
2: Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty Mordenweg in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez, here on your Tuesday. We'll be back at it on our normal Monday schedule starting next week, and it'll be a... Uh, regular season recap into the playoffs next week so it keeps getting more and more fun we mentioned sort of this AFC North battle between the uh, the Ravens and the Bengals not sure if if that's going to be for the division title or not to be determined there depends on what they decided to do with last night's postponed game between the Bills and the Bengals AFC South is the Jags versus the Titans the winner's in the loser goes home and uh, then we also have to mention, of course, in the AFC North, it's not for or in the NFC North, excuse me, it's not for the division title, but it's certainly for a playoff spot. The Vikings already got the NFC North uh, sewn up, but and this is, it's going to be such a disappointing end for the Lions uh, if. I mean, I guess it'll be either disappointing or it'll be an all-time great win because you've got to go into Green Bay. They flexed it into Sunday night. I mean,
1: this is the biggest stage you can be on. What a great game this is going to be. And I'm rooting for the Lions because they've had what a heck of a run down the stretch here. And nobody, nobody will want to play them in the playoffs. And Green Bay's going to have their hands full. Now, do you remember earlier in the season, right? We both said, and and I think I said, I may not bet on Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, but don't bet against (laughs) these guys. That's That's how far a great quarterback can take you. And it may end up being they were left for dust that both teams, both of their teams end up in the playoffs just solely because of their great quarterbacks. And look at other things have to fall into play. Screen base playing a little bit better defense. Tampa's kind of been grinding it out a little bit. But those two men, what great quarterbacks, they may just gut their way because of those quarterbacks, just on total guts, gut their way into a playoff berth. More
2: on basically what begins the NFL playoffs next week. We basically have playoff games, a variety of them. More on that next Wrap up the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty here on your Tuesday. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Listening to Merle. Must mean Coach Marty's in the house. Welcome back, everybody. nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. During the 5 o'clock hour every Monday during football season, we always take you all the way around the wide world of the NFL. We didn't have a show yesterday, so we're doing that here during the 5 o'clock hour on your Tuesday. Marty Mornowig, more than 25 years in the NFL, joining us uh, in studio here on Nuana's Now. Uh... Thanks to our great sponsors, Dazzler's Car Wash, right across the street from us. Great place to keep your rig clean all winter long. And Rome Student Housing, you want to take a virtual tour of the best uh, on campus or uh, the best uh, independent living in all of Missoula, visit liveatrome.com. That's liveatrome.com. Sports Bet Montana, one of our other great friends and partners here, at Nuwana's now, they have some uh, betting lines out. We didn't usually we give you the Monday Night Football line and chat a little bit about Monday Night Football, but last night the most uh, unorthodox Monday Night Football game I've ever seen because it didn't get finished, and uh, we already talked quite a bit about that, so we won't carry on any more about Demar Hamlin. But um, here's a look at some of the uh, the top lines for this upcoming weekend. First of all, Coach, I got a question for you. Uh, so the last week of the regular season. There's a variety of teams that have already clinched playoff spots. There's a variety of teams that have yet to clinch playoff spots but are playing for playoff spots. And then there's a whole bunch of teams that don't have anything to play for, just in terms of playoff seating. How do you go about managing that as a coach and as an organization when you're playing for nothing but pride?
1: Oh, that's real easy. So you adjust just a little bit. What What your thought process is here. And I used to pull out any type of thing that would be a career high for somebody, Mm -hmm. an individual, or often. We're we're eighth in offense. This is what it's going to take, probably, to get us into the top five. You want to be a top five offense. Or uh, some uh, goals that way on defense and look at those guys are paid to play the game so they all want to play and some of them have things in their contract sure uh, right. The, the, right. The, they want to reach in that last ball game and if you sit them down typically uh, the administration would end up paying that clause in it uh, secondly uh, if you're out of it uh, you may end up deciding because of the future to play some of your younger guys and you you make sure that the thought process is we are going to win this game and here's how we're doing it and by the way you're starting this game you're playing this game you're playing this game and what a great opportunity for you to show your skill and ability right here in this last ball game so Everybody knows, and make sure you put it on the table where everybody knows, because you don't want anybody within that small circle, the players, the coaches, the the, the personnel people, to get surprised by anything. A
2: couple lines courtesy of Sports Bet Montana. i got my trusty Sports Bet Montana app here on my phone. Uh, first of all, two Saturday games. The Chiefs play the Raiders uh, at 2.30 p.m., and uh, the Titans play at the Jaguars for the AFC South title uh, if you're the Chiefs, how do you navigate this one? Because uh, you already you already in the playoffs, you already won the division. Uh, but do you, I mean, do you want to go in with momentum? How do you go about that?
1: Well, I know Andy really well, Andy Reid, the head coach. He will probably play several series with the starters, yeah, just to keep them sharp and keep them, uh, you, you know, that because they're going to have pro. Maybe well, we'll see while this, but maybe a bye week, right? Right, so. Okay, so if that's not settled yet, he may play him even longer, right? If there's no cap, you can't get any better than what you've done. You will likely play a few series with your starters. Now... Your very best players, you may get out even just a little bit earlier than that or choose not to play them at all. Uh so though and, and every coach has a little bit different philosophy. Some coaches will not play uh some of these great players that they have on their team. Others will play them for a few series. And then look, there's some teams out there that are playing. If they win. And if somebody else other, other than them loses, right. right? And there may be two or three things that have to happen sure. in conjunction with your win. So I remember doing this one time, and we kicked the living bleep out of the Cowboys at home. Two or three things had to happen. They all happened. Right. And, and we beat, beat them up. But to begin the week, I told the fellas, I said, the worst thing. Uh, going into this game is not that those two or three things don't go our way. Sure, It's if they do go our way and you haven't put the preparation and the hard work in, to beat these guys up. That's the worst thing. And so uh the fellows uh we had a great week of practice and and kicked the living bleep out of the cowboys. I used to love beating up on the Cowboys <laughs> and the Giants when I was in Philly.
2: <laughs> it's it's why it's one of the best divisions in all of sports. The Jags are minus six and a half point favorites. So that's a steep line. But with Joshua Dobbs basically signed off the street less than a month ago, starting a quarterback for the Titans, it's not Tannehill, it's not Malik Willis, the kid out of Liberty. Uh, so that's probably ind- indicative uh, of that line. A couple other teams that are playing for their playoff lives. The Titans are one of them. The Dolphins remain alive in the playoff hunt. The Steelers remain alive in the playoff hunt. And the Patriots also remain alive in the playoff hunt. All three of those teams are 8-8. Eight and eight. Talk about can't count teams out. It's so funny the rollercoaster of the NFL season, right? The Steelers kill the Bengals on the very first game of the year. Yeah. I'm sitting here saying everybody thinks the Steelers are going to be bad. Not so fast. Then they were bad for about a month and a half. But it doesn't matter. They got T.J. Watt back. They got one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now they're still in playoff contention. It's just like you can't count out Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. You can't count out Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick either.
1: That's right. Uh, Tomlin's done a heck of a job there with a rookie quarterback. Now they've relied on their defense. Well, you saw the game uh, this week against... The Ravens, they relied on their defense. They kept their rookie quarterback out of the mess. And then he makes a a game, a win, and play right at the end of the game. That last drive that that rookie quarterback out of the University of Pittsburgh, now playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that last drive was something special. What great confidence, right? A lot of this thing is about confidence. you got high skill guys you 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 if they if they earn themselves a little confidence, it goes a long, long way for the future of that quarterback.
2: The In the NFC, the teams that have no, neither clinched nor been eliminated include the Seattle Seahawks, who host the Los Angeles Rams. and then you got the uh, Packers versus the Lions for basically winning you're in, losing your out, and the pack. Four-and-a-half-point favorites at Lambeau. That's an interesting line, man. I thought that might get all the way up to maybe six-and-a-half just because Lambo's so steep, but Detroit's playing really good. It's a pretty even matchup, so that's a pretty interesting line.
1: Detroit's on a run now. They are. They're playing really well. They're playing fast, physical, furious. Uh, they, they have most of the fellows available to them. I'm talking health-wise. Yep. Uh, they've got some scoring possibilities offensively. Uh, their defense is probably their weakness talent-wise right now. Uh, so that will be fascinating. Aaron Rodgers, right, at home against the, the Detroit Lions. I would expect that to be a little bit higher scoring game than people might think here late in the season. It's going to be interesting to
2: see Uh, How it all plays out. Uh, What have you thought of the Seahawks, though? To get to this point, because they were sort of the the out of all these teams here. You know, it's hard to to flush teams like the Steelers and the Patriots and the Packers and the Bucks, like we've talked about. You know, there's a lot of hype for teams like Miami coming into this year, but. It's it's the Seahawks that really stick out to me as a team that have have gotten to this point. And again, another veteran coach who who you can't count him out till he's out. And Pete Carroll
1: and Geno Smith. I know, you know I coached him as a rookie there with the Jets. We went eight and eight. Uh He had he was up and down, but man, I thought he proved then that he could be an NFL type quarterback. Now. You and I have talked about this before. Not not that two or th- 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 three years, right? I thought his, his best playing would come year four, five, or six yeah. of it, because he was so raw, even though he threw a lot of touchdowns there at West Virginia. All right, so then he gets hurt on his next opportunity. he gets hurt again, and then all of a sudden it's almost a decade later, and he's almost got the Seahawks in the playoffs. What a great year by him. What a great year by their coach. I'm sort of biased towards the Seahawks. Sure. I, I know John Snyder, their GM, pretty well. And then Gino and I are pretty... pretty. In fact, I, we, we had a text either today or yesterday, and uh, he should be proud of himself and proud of his team. Let's. And my text was... Put a stamp on this thing and get yourself into the playoffs.
2: you got to love it. Who would have ever thought that Geno Smith is going to walk in and break? If things go according to plan, he's going to break Russell Wilson's single-season passing record. Who would have ever thought that was going to happen and that the Broncos would be on the outs? We'll be back next week, next Monday, with the Monday afternoon quarterback. I will be back tomorrow at 4 p.m. for Marty Mornowig. I'm Colter Nuanas. We'll see you then. This has been Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delanz of the Advocates If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury, accidents, things like that?